This is Gigi Sabat, and you're listening to the Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Ben Graham. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much, Gigi, for having me. Glad to be here. Likewise, it's such an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where are you from? Well, I currently live in the Nashville, Tennessee area. Uh, We've been here about 12 years, but uh, I grew up, I'm a fifth generation pastor, uh, raised around the ministry all my life. When you have the last name Graham, uh, they say when you're born, it's congratulations, it's a preacher. And uh, that's kind of been true in my life. And uh, we have a lot of pastors in our families. Uh, So raised around ministry, my brothers and I grew up touring and singing when I was, we started when I was uh, 12 years of age. And uh, did that until I took my first church. I became a senior pastor at the age of 21 and uh, was a pastor for 23 years. Uh, I've been blessed to get to do a lot of, I guess, fun, neat things. Uh, I've written some books, uh, acted in some movies, and uh, just, uh, you know, traveled around the world uh, sharing uh, the the message that we love to bring from the Word of God. And uh, that's been awesome. And then uh, I'm married uh, 25 years with my beautiful wife, Candace, and we have four boys. And then this year uh, was a special year for us because we became grandparents. Our oldest son and his wife uh, gave us our first grandchild, and we had a granddaughter, which has been amazing after having four boys. And so we're absolutely loving being grandparents. And uh, it's probably the, you know, the best thing that's happened to me uh, you know, in my life, uh, and it's funny because you hear people say all the time, grandkids are better than your, you know, children, and you don't, you know, you hear that, you're like, whatever, and then you become a grandparent, and you understand what they mean. It's been awesome. I love it, and you are truly a fighter. You're currently battling cancer as well, correct? That is correct, yeah. Um, so I go back about um, maybe 10 years ago, I'm diabetic, and uh you know, as you battle some of these things, I wanted to make sure I was just really healthy and did everything I could. And so I got extremely healthy, no medication, did everything I was supposed to, eating clean, everything. And then in 2019, I had a heart attack, which baffled the doctors. I was in my late 30s at the time. They couldn't believe it. And, um, you know, uh, ended up having to have a stent. And then fast forward about six, seven months later in 2020, uh, they found a big mass in my right kidney. Uh, I had renal cell carcinoma, and so they had to take, uh, remove my kidney. We went through that whole process. 21, it came back again in my lungs. And then uh, this August, we've, we now are going through our third round of cancer. Uh, every time we've ne- been able to do um, very specific treatments, haven't had to really do, um, you know, maybe the more extreme stuff uh, that so many people have to go through, like radiation and chemotherapy. We've done alternatives, and uh, but one of the things we've discovered this time is we it keeps coming back. So obviously, you know, uh, just removing the cancer is not enough, and so we've started looking at how we can, um, you know, how we can truly reboot my system and all that. And uh, we're blessed to know so many great doctors, holistic doctors, uh, naturopathic doctors, you know, just uh, regular oncologists and urologists and all that, working together and coming up with a plan. One of the things that we've discovered is a lot of people who battle cancer where they can't figure out what's going on, it's affiliated with um, infection in their teeth. And so we've been working with a biodentist also uh, looking into that. And uh, I know of about 20 patients this year who um, went and found that they had infection in their teeth when they got it removed. Within a few months, the cancer was gone. And of course, there's no guarantee of that. But, um, you know, our body's interesting and, uh, you know, we fight different things. And for me, in some ways, I've, I've been blessed because every time I've been diagnosed, I've never 
had a restless night. I've never really shed a tear over the fact that I've had cancer. And I know for a lot of people, it's tough to hear. Of course, my wife is, you know, maybe struggled with a little more than I have. Um, but I mean, I've just had such a peace about it. Um, and I really believe that it's been a great opportunity for me to be able to be such a help to other people. And so when I travel the country speaking, um, just about always now, I usually will say something about it. And without fail, every time when I get done speaking, there will always be people come up to me who are either battling cancer or they have a family member who, who is, or they've been through it. And it's just been something we've been able to talk and help people. And one of the things that I've tried to do is help people um, just get a very positive attitude in their cancer. Um, because, you know, one of the things that cancer will do and cancer treatments will do, it'll cause you to be tired or wear you out. Uh, you'll have some struggles along the way. And I really believe your attitude really makes a huge difference in how you respond to that. And so just trying to encourage people with that. And, you know, um, sometimes people hear the word cancer and think death sentence and, and, and they let that get to their mind. The reality is all of us um, could face death in any way uh, at any moment. And so we can't focus on what might happen, what could happen. Rather, we've got to live each day as uh, uh, the we're just going to do all that we can accomplish and make sure that every day counts. And so that's what we try to do and encourage people in that. I love it. Now, what message do you have for someone who was just diagnosed with cancer? Yeah, I think the first thing is, you know, um, I tell people all the time, when you hear those words, the first thing is just stop and take a breath. Um, the reality is the only thing that's different in that moment of hearing that you have cancer and the moment before you heard you had cancer, the only thing that's different is you now have a, uh, a knowledge uh, that this is inside of you. Uh, but nothing has really changed. And, and what you've got to do is stay control of your emotions, uh, stay control of your attitude, and it really will make a huge difference in how you respond to that, and it'll help you in going forward with that. And so I encourage you to take a deep breath. Uh, the other thing is, is I always find that uh, uh, there's comfort in, in opening the Bible, getting uh, uh, words of Scripture, but also in prayer and meditation, and then just surround yourself with people that love you. And, uh, and, and let them be a help to you. I know as a guy, uh, we're sometimes worse than women. We, you know, uh, we don't like to go to the doctor. We don't like to talk about these things. Uh, but, you know, my wife and I, we've included uh, our, our children in, in this and, and knowing what's going on. And uh, they've been such a huge support system to me. And, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, we don't go around going, Shh, don't whisper the C word. It's a dangerous word. We just talk about, hey, it's cancer, but you know what? It's not changing our attitudes, not changing our uh, our way we live life, and we're not going to let it defeat us. And so just have a positive attitude and and uh, just stay a fighter. That's very powerful. And I, and I love your mindset and your wife's mindset as far as focusing in on the positive. Very powerful. Now, you mentioned scripture. What, what is your favorite verse? Well, since I was uh, 12 years of age, when I first started really trying to focus on uh, what I was going to do with my life. See, at age 11, I told my dad I would never be a preacher. And uh, I later learned he said the same thing to his father. Uh, but I heard this guy one time. He said, um, he said, I told God I would never surrender to go uh, to Africa. 
And guess where he ended up? In Africa. And God had him go there as a missionary and did an amazing work. I heard that as a kid, and I said, okay, that's how it works. I was like, all right, God, I'll never go to Hawaii, Jamaica, or the Bahamas. And God said, you're right. Reverse psychology didn't work on God. I tried it. It didn't work. Uh, but I, I had said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be a preacher. But when I was 12, I really started um, trying to, you know, focus a little more on what, was, what am I going to do with my life? I had a lot of goals and desires, and, and I mean, it didn't stop at 12. But I discovered this verse in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and since then I've kind of called it my life verse, and it just says this, trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Uh, He'll make your paths in the direction you need to go, and I think that's so important that we learn to trust God and let him just direct us, and and I can honestly say that's how I'm in this spot right now in my life uh, is because I've just simply trusted him every step of the way. And it's been awesome to see the things that he's not only allowed us to, to be a part of and to be able to do, but just to see where, where it's led us, uh, because I'm living in a place I never would have imagined being, doing the things I never would have imagined doing, and yet uh, finding that there's great fulfillment in my life because I know it's been what God has called me to do. Amen. Trust him. Very powerful. Now, tell us a little bit more about your movie, yeah, so um, we just had a film come out uh, early December called Christmas at Keystone, and uh, it's actually starring my wife and myself, and uh, we're the lead characters in it, along with some great other actors and actresses, uh, Corbin Burnson and Kevin Sarbo and some other wonderful actors and actresses in it, and uh, it's kind of a Hallmark-style movie. Uh, my wife and I have done films, but this was the first one we did together, and uh, I play a, a character, a guy named John, who... Uh, his wife died five years ago. They always went to this place called Keystone Resort every Christmas. So he goes there to honor her, but he's so wrapped up in his company and his business. And honestly, he's successful and he just, you know, is trying to stay focused on that and uh, doesn't have time for anything else. And he gets to the resort this year. And not only does he uh, get provoked to th- rethink what he's doing with his life, but he discovers there's more to life than just work. And uh, it's a great love story. And I think the thing that's been a blessing is so many people who've watched it have said, this is one we can watch every year. And I think that's been really special. Of course, getting to do this with my wife was really awesome. And then another thing I'm proud of is I wrote a song for the movie and they put it in the opening of the film. And so that was pretty cool. But uh, you can watch Christmas at Keystone on Prime TV, on YouTube, on Vudu, Dish uh, Direct and many other uh, platforms. I love it. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? You know, I think so oftentimes we put um, we put happiness or we think happiness is going to come from maybe uh, the things that we have, the possessions, material things. Nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, I think uh, even sometimes when we set goals, um, you know, set a goal for maybe getting that vehicle you want or uh, maybe getting something special that you've always wanted. Nothing wrong with that. But I think happiness doesn't come from the things we have. And, you know, um, I, I've, I've never met anybody at the end of their life that said, you know, I've got all these material things and that's what brings me joy. Uh, oftentimes it's from, uh, from the people you surround yourself with and having those connections, the family, the friends, that's so important. But it's also being able to look back and and say that you did something worthwhile. And one of the things I encourage people to do is every week, make a priority list. Before you make a to-do list, make a priority list and uh, write it down. I do this on Sunday afternoon. 
my number one priority is my relationship with God. So what am I doing this week to make sure that that is getting stronger? My number two for me is my wife. What am I doing to make that stronger? Number three is my children, then my job and so on. And I encourage you to make a priority list and, and figure out what it is you want to do. What do you want to accomplish? What are your priorities in life? And I think that's important because when we set goals and priorities, we'll then uh, be closer to accomplishing those things. And there's satisfaction in knowing we've been able to accomplish these goals and these priorities that we've set in place. And if we don't have the right priorities, it doesn't matter how many goals you have, but if your priorities aren't set straight, you won't accomplish what you set out to do. That's very true and very powerful. Thank you, Ben. And I appreciate you for being a guest on the Walk With Me podcast. Now, where can the audience find you? They can go to my website, pastorbengram.com. And uh, you can find, <clears throat> excuse me, you can find uh, my podcast. You can find my show. You can find our, our speaking dates and uh, all the information about our films and everything else on there. And I uh, would love for you to check that website out. And uh, let me just say again, thank you for what you're doing. I think it's so important uh, that we encourage people. I'm super excited. Uh, you know, when a, when a new year comes, uh, it's always kind of that time for a little bit of a reset. Um, and I'm super excited about what we have ahead of us. I know a lot of people fear, um, you know, or they look back with dread about what they did not accomplish. But uh, I think it's time to just set some new priorities, new goals, and let's set out to do something great and uh, make a difference. You know, I, I want people to recognize that we've made a difference in uh, those around us and uh, leave things better than we found it. That's very true. Thank you, Ben. And again, thank you for being a guest on the Walk With Me podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Ben on all of his social media platforms and his website. That's PastorBenGraham.com. Again, that's PastorBenGraham.com. And Ben, thank you again for being a guest on the Walk With Me podcast. My pleasure. Thank you. God bless. God bless you.